0: Hey New York sports fans, welcome back to another episode of the NYC Sports Podcast. If this is your first time listening, you know, listen to this one through and through. It's going to be a good episode, but the one before it was also a outstanding, a, a great interview with former Seattle Seahawks wide receiver. It was fun on our end. He seemed to have fun. Absolutely, Tanner McAvoy, he exactly. was outstanding, he was great. Shout out to Tanner, thanks again for coming on. We've got a pretty exciting episode. On my left is former college coach Jim Freeman. Coach. We there was there is some a splash trade in the some, NFL. Some big news, big news. Definitely some big news. Matthew Stafford is a Ram. Now we're we're not breaking the news like we broke no. the James Harden trade. That was a you know, we 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 broke that news, but <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Matt Stafford is a Los Angeles Ram. Crazy, right? definitely a weird thought i saw someone posted a lions account posted that matt stafford is the only lions legend to escape which i think is pretty rough but kind of true true, you know (laughs) barry sanders retired early megatron retired early hopefully stafford can get some success in los angeles no doubt with sean mcveigh that could be a pretty fun duo Absolutely. He's got a lot of life left in him, so I, I, I think it's going to be fun to watch. He's got some juice. He does. Now, the question is, who did they give up for him? Well, it was a clean trade. It was Matt Stafford for Jared Goff, which... Equal trade? Eh, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> they also, because I'll preface with, Jared Goff has an outrageous contract. Huge. It's It's enormous, and the year after he signed it, he didn't play amazing... So, I'm not surprised that they're looking to get rid of him. They also traded two first-round picks, one in 2022 and one in 2023, as well as a third-round pick this season, 2021. Now, there might be some confusion. A lot of people were, you know, freaking out. I didn't know that Matt Stafford was going to pull this much money or pull this much, you know, weight Mm -hmm. and and. Whatever you want to say. I was it, a little bit shocked myself. I won't lie. Definitely. It took me a minute to, to, to settle in and let the dust sure. settle until I realized it's Jared Goff's contract. The, the Lions are in a rebuild right now. They just got a new head coach who right. I love his energy. His He killed his press conference. Love it. But... In Jared Goff's contract and for a rebuilding team, they're not going to be able to bring in free agents with their quarterback soaking up that much money. So they needed those picks to justify
1: bringing Absolutely. Goff
0: in
2: to, to be able to build a younger team. You know, what struck me is what Stafford, or, or I should say what the, the Rams gave up to get Stafford makes me wonder what any team might give up for deshaun watson like i'm thinking they may just be handing over the keys to the building and saying here's my franchise if you're gonna try to bring him in because if this is what you gave up for stafford who again he's legit he's good Mm -hmm. but you know he's on the back nine right um what is somebody gonna give for watson i was just having a conversation
0: with um a writer for our website nycsports.net check it out if you haven't yet uh Grady Johnson and I were just texting he's coming out with a mock draft that you can find on nycsports.net
2: What where can they find that They can
0: find that on nycsports.net oh, right. uh, coming soon should be out today or tomorrow Excellent. but um he he was saying the same thing that Stafford's deal just raised the market Exponentially, like no, no one saw that coming. But then I, I, I take it back and I say it's not, it's not Matt. Love Matt, not Matt. It's
2: golf's contract. A combination. I think we can easily say it's a combination. I would agree with that, definitely. But it's, uh, it, it's a little mind blowing for yeah. sure. It's exciting though. Yeah. You know, it's always exciting. It's you know. gonna be fun to see him in
0: that 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 nice shiny Rams uni. That's a beautiful uniform,
2: and and from what I've seen, I like the guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I think it'll be exciting for him, and you know, maybe it's what Goff needs. Yeah, you know, maybe just the you know, new location, new coach, who knows? But hopefully, he does. Hopefully, they both do well. Yeah, always want the best, <laughs> no doubt. Now
0: on the Diamond, Stephen Mats was traded from the Mets. He's no longer in Queens. No, Lo- Not love in him. Now. I, yep. I wish him the best oh, of luck. For sure, he's he he always he seemed like a great guy. I've heard mm-hmm. in a lot of interviews. That everybody loved him in the building. Honestly, they traded him for a lot of prospects, a lot of pitching prospects. I think three right-handed pitchers. None of them will be on the roster, but they're all nah. they're all prospects. Not yet, right? But the key is that they saved five million dollars in this, and I think that that my numbers could be off. I think that moved their cap space from 32 to 37 million. I could be wrong. I believe that's what it is. And after this deal,
2: they officially extended an offer to Trevor Bauer. Right. And I think really that was part of the issue. They they wanted to show Bauer that they were serious, that they were looking to bring him in, that they're going to make moves to secure his spot. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly he's a Cy Young winner. You know, he was going to have a spot regardless. Right. But, but I think what they want to do is say, Hey look, this is what we're doing. We're making some space here. Again, they have Stroman. Like they, they have a good pitching staff already. You bring Bauer in. It's, it's going to be one of the best in the league. Yeah. And look, it's no secret. Matt's didn't pitch as well last year as he did Mm -hmm. the year before. Uh, the year before, I thought he struggled really with his sinker well. last year, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, the guy has talent without a doubt, and, yeah. and I think Toronto looked at that and they said, "Yeah, you know, we, we, he didn't have the year that he had previously, but we know he's going to rebound, and I'm sure he will. He's he's good." Honestly, now that Toronto with the Springer signing, with a couple of the other
0: moves that they've made, is the AL East the best division in baseball
2: today? The AL East is always tough. They really are. Um, it's difficult to say if they're going to be the best, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if if it's not what the NFC East in football was. I know that <laughs> the <laughs> NFC East. What a terrible nickname.
0: That was rough. That was brutal. Before we go on any further, today's National Women in Sports Day. Absolutely. Tip my cap. There, we've we've seen a lot of. Steps forward for women in sports. We've seen coaches, female coaches, in baseball and football, and now there's going to be a female uh, referee in the and, Super Bowl. Yep, in yeah. this Sunday, which is groundbreaking, and hopefully, it sure is. Hopefully, they keep moving forward. Maybe one day we'll see, we'll see uh, some long hair coming out the back of a helmet, and it won't be Troy Palomalu, <laughs> but it'll
2: be a, a ferocious woman. <laughs> it could happen. It could yeah. happen. I mean, obviously, we already saw, you know, the first female kicker in the SEC this year. Yep. So Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, they're kicking down walls, and, uh, you know, it is exciting. It's an exciting time, and, uh, you know, I think one of the best compliments that any of these coaches can get is to be looked at as a coach. Mm-hmm. And I know in one of the interviews, one of the women was saying – they call me coach, and that's a sign of respect. Yeah, and they don't look at her as a female; they look at her as a coach. I mean, Somebody what else would you call her? From. Well, you know? you know, yeah, absolutely. But I think the fact that you know they're looking to learn from her, yeah. they feel that she can bring something. And you know, Tampa Bay also has a strength coach, so it's good stuff. Yeah. It's all good.
0: Definitely, Tampa Bay's. Uh, one of the trailblazers right now with the amount of
2: uh, coaches of color and female coaches. Absolutely. It's awesome to see them in the Super Bowl with that staff. For sure. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they're the most diverse coaching staff in the NFL. That's so awesome. Props to them making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, kind of leading the way. Yeah. I I'd, I'd love to see Tampa Bay win
0: the Super Bowl this year. I Kansas City's gonna be in it for the next ten years. It'd be pretty sick. Yeah, let let Tampa Bay win it at home. You know, <laughs> you know I'm kind of leaning that way. Yeah, we'll we'll transition to the court now. Usually we have our our resident basketball team. Vinny was unable to make it today, but as always we've got Frankie Hoffer here, and Frankie actually just wrote a fantastic article. On nycsports.net, you can find it. It's Frankie. Tell us a little bit about this article. The Nets. There's there's something brewing
1: over there. You're too kind, my friend. You're too kind. <laughs> um, no, yeah. Um, after last night's game against the Clippers, I called them out in the article. I was like, their defense has to get better if they have any expectations of going further into the season, especially going against competition. You know, and yesterday was competition, and the announcers were saying it with me man I was like this defense has really come back like, they bounced back it's like they must have read my article before <laughs> <did> it, <man. laughs>
0: I think I think your article was the juice they needed to, to get them over the hump like that now <laughs>
1: it, was deep, but it was very impressive it was very impressive like how they played yesterday especially uh, James Harden going against uh, Kawhi Leonard yeah, like there was multiple defensive stops that he had. That I was just like, "This is the same. This, this is the same guy." That's yeah, in the right. right here. Like, <laughs> this is James Harden playing defense.
0: Now, do you think that Wizards' loss was a wake up call? Because the Wizards have been in last for weeks. They, like, yeah, yeah, There's, there's no life in Washington right now. Honestly,
1: but, that, that, yeah.
0: Yeah, but like they, they, something. they figured out a way to beat Brooklyn in, in a, in a devastating, heartbreaking way. For them to just steal the ball like that, and uh, no. and and Russ to get that, you think that was a wake up call?
1: Uh, definitely, especially when it comes to like uh, like Michael Jordan has always said that basketball is more than just you know athleticism and being able to shoot three. It's more, it's a it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. Now with in clutch time, twelve seconds left, you're up by five. You don't let Bradley Beal bring the ball up top of the key, hit a three, cut the deficit only two. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then let alone there's only seven seconds left. And you know that they're gonna have to foul you. Now rather than being patient with the ball, you have five seconds to inbound the ball. Yeah. Turnover. That's just a big mental breakdown. That
0: can't happen.
1: Nah, it uh-huh. defeats the team's, you know, morale, man. Yeah. So definitely uh, after seeing them yesterday though, it's uh big hopes for them. I think yeah. they still need that, that extra defensive presence. Okay. Coming off the coming off the bench. Do you see but, them making uh,
0: any moves, any trades or anything? It's
1: hard to say. I, as of right now, I,
0: uh. Or just really, you know, I mean, trust the, the process. Three
1: the three, you know. Yeah, tr- yeah, I think trust the process. We're okay. gonna take the 76 sixers slow. right now, and just yeah, just yeah. the process. You know, it's it's only been a few games now. You know? Definitely. They're only seven and three in the last ten. Yeah. Well, actually, eight and two now. If we, if we, if oh, we true. After night, that, yeah. after
0: that win, now. Yeah. It's such a good point that you bring up with uh, MJ's comment about mindset. I think that so often, what separates good players from great players, aside from skill, is just confidence. Is just having the confidence and the mindset, like you're saying, just I'm the best out here. I can like I can take this game over. And when they believe it, they can like it happens. So like yeah. like you see you see the effect with with Tom Brady going to the box. No one, not a single person, aside from maybe an obsessed Bucks fan that was doing it like like smoke is just saying that, that the Bucks were gonna go to the Super Bowl. Not a single soul had the Bucks for the Super Bowl until they signed Brady.
1: How many years was it that the Bucks uh they didn't even reach the uh, the playoffs? Oh
0: god. I could be. I think it was like twenty something. Maybe twenty four is what comes to mind. Can you, can you I don't imagine, know. Imagine
1: not making the playoffs. That I could be very wrong with that.
0: Yeah, Gosh. literally. And it's just, it's just one player bringing that belief that we can win a championship. And I think that that's what's happening with Harden, in Brooklyn. Harden so comes funny. in, and now everybody starts to, you know, it's, it's going to take a little bit. They're working out all their right. bumps and their kinks. They're. Right they've been winning a lot of games since he's come in, but I think it's just that mindset like, yeah, we can do this. We can make this yeah. happen.
1: Absolutely. And also, uh fun thing to, to actually know is that Harden's leading the league in assists right now with like 11.2 assists per game. Wow. No other guard is doing that.
0: I'll be honest, I did not see that coming when we first broke the trade. You no, know, I didn't I, see that either. I, I, didn't, I didn't expect him to be like a playmaker. Obviously everybody knows he's a shooter and and he has all of that ability. I didn't expect him to be leading the league in, in assists.
1: You know I think it is too his his role on, on offense uh, has shifted away of just being a scorer. You know, in the mm-hmm. previous years with him on the Rockets, it's more like give give James the ball yeah, like the him feed. ISO. But now it's more of like I he could facilitate. Mm-hmm. He knows how to how to run an offense. Yeah. And we're seeing that. Especially with the type of weapons that he has. Yeah, shooters all around. Yeah, KD, Kyrie, Kyrie went off yesterday too, and that's that's a little bit of everything. But yeah. that's, it was ugh, gosh, I'm just I'm happy to see the future.
0: I just think that the dynamic in Brooklyn right now is so threatening that if you yeah. and it's and it's any team that has a big three, you know, if you if you shut down one, they have two others. If you if you shut down two, they got one. You know, like you can't you can't really match a big three unless you have another one.
1: But what I also liked about how the Nets were doing last night is they didn't even have all three at the same time. Like when KD right. uh, picked up two quick fouls in like the first quarter, mm-hmm. they just had Harden and Kyrie, you know, running the floor. Yeah. And then when Kyrie came out, James was more the facilitator, lobbing it back to back to DeAndre Jordan. Like it's it's fun to watch. Like yeah. wow, like no matter who's on the court, like even if the big three aren't all yeah. on the court, like we're still seeing like offense
0: and honestly i feel like that's the best way to go about it when you have that kind of talent in crunch time obviously you want those guys on the court at the same time but throughout the game spread them out make sure that one or two of those guys are always on the court at at a time you know right
1: and it's good because then this way you're not doing what the nets used to do back with the you know paul pierce uh Mm -hmm. The ISO Joe and uh, Kevin Garnett, yeah, uh, yeah, all that. You know, they try to have uh, all those guys in at the same time, and then the bench would just not. Be yeah,
0: exactly. Scoring. Like, like you, you could put up, you could put up numbers when those yes. guys are in, but when they're not in, you still got to win the game.
1: Exactly, because yeah. the defense isn't focused on. You know, the defense is going to be focused on just the art. I don't have yeah. to focus on the bench as much. But like when you have someone like Kyrie who's able to, you know drives his basket and make his own shot. He
0: has the he has the most outrageous lane he's presence. He's 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 sick. Now here's a I, I got a question for you. Ask away. What big three do you like better? Alright? The Nets big three that we're seeing now or the old big three with LeBron and the heat from a <laughs> couple team of team years. Chris ago. And, and yeah, yeah. <sighs>
1: Come on, bro. That's a hard question. That's a tough one. <laughs> uh you can't all right. Oh gosh. That's that's really hard. Um well look, it, it's it's honestly early to say. Mm-hmm. You know, those those big three obviously won chips. Right. So um I think off of a offensive standpoint, we've never seen a team like this, uh, on an offensive level, I feel like. People who can produce by themselves, you know, whether it be, you know, both like a two way or it's a facilitator. We're seeing two out of three guys were MVP um, winners. Kyrie, let alone, we saw what he did to the Warriors yeah. in the finals. Like, yeah. this guy's a, a certified Hall of Famer. Yeah. Wrong, all three of them are certified Hall of Famers.
0: Yeah. Which is, it's it's, it's scary whenever you get three guys of that magnitude on any team.
1: Yeah. But to answer your question, I, I have to see. Uh, how they do in the playoffs? Yeah, you know, too soon to too soon playoff. to tell. As long as everything stays healthy. Yeah, but right now it's still going to be the victory from the yeah
0: game, yeah. <laughs> no, I I respect seven. that. I respect that. There's it's a it's a pretty small sample size from yeah. from this Brooklyn team right now.
1: Yeah, we'll let it marinate. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll ask you that question again two years from now, and we'll see. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Man, how sick would that be to see the Nets go to the finals? Though I'd love first it first And hey, I everyone's expecting that.
0: It could honestly after the after last night the way that they responded I can see it after the Wizards game I was it was it was an embarrassing loss for Brooklyn black and white you know not just their colors but (laughs) no No, but you, you know what I'm saying it was it was rough you can't you can't lose like that but they responded they like they grew they moved forward
1: yeah they're Definitely they're forced to be reckoned great with. Talking in the locker room. Absolutely. Yeah. God. I mean, everybody's scared of them at this yeah. point. They, I mean They, was just weird but to beat them just in cl- like in clutch time. But yeah. I'm sure if they saw them again, you know. Oh yeah. They're not gonna let that happen again. Yeah.
0: No doubt. Uh, the. You know, the Nets just motivated by Frankie's article that you can find on <laughs> nycsports.net. <laughs> what do what you seeing from this Knicks team right now? They, they're they still oh, man. top of the league in defense.
1: Yeah, quickly. That, that quickly, man. He's, I, I think that's the, probably one of the rooks that are underrated right now, mm-hmm. especially in confidence.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like this guy, I expect great things, especially with, with him on the floor. Uh, You know, teaming up with Julius and you know RJ Barrett, especially with uh, Robinson coming off. They're growing into
0: an exciting tandem over there.
1: Uh, Yeah, because it's athleticism and high IQ players that are just able to work so well together. Mm -hmm. This is the first time we've really seen the Knicks like come back from adversity. Yeah, adversity, disappointing seasons all around since you know Mello being uh, traded. Along with D Rose, by the way, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's got, got, got the, the jersey right on. Yes, sir. But uh, I'm really excited. I I think I think they're probably missing an All Star if we're if we're talking about like a championship run. Yeah, but how they're playing now, they, defensively they're they're great, especially on the um on the fast breaks. Uh, they're able to get back quick enough. Um, offensively, I think they still need some more work. But with you know confident players like quickly and uh, facilitators like Julius Randle man it's it's the future is bright for them
0: yeah
1: and that's to say that about the Knicks
0: yeah that's that's something we haven't heard in a while definitely I think I think the biggest thing yeah Obi-Wan definitely (laughs) I think the biggest thing the biggest difference I think that Tibbs is bringing in is just effort yes you know like just like you're saying on the fast break they're just putting out so much effort to get back, to, to play yeah. the defense. Like, defense is effort. Clearly, there's scheme that's involved, but so much of it is just taking it personally and saying, no, you're not scoring. You're not going to score. That's defense in any sport. It's you, you have to take it personally. You have to have a mindset. You're not going to score. You're not putting points on the board. And if you can get in that mindset, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Absolutely. We'll say. I, I think the Knicks I can see playoff basketball for the Knicks this season.
1: I think so too. They've been no swimming
0: way. at like around eight. I could see them sneaking in.
1: They just have to keep keep winning and hope that the Blazers keep losing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <To the
1: audience. laughs> we'll uh.
0: see. Now before we wrap it up, there's been some there's been some rumors flowing around about a possible trade for Alonzo Ball.
1: Oh yeah. Now
0: absolutely... I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch you a couple trade trade ideas and you tell me your thoughts. Got gotcha. First one: we have the Clippers. Clippers receive Lonzo Ball. Pelicans would receive Lou Williams, Patrick Patterson, and a 2022 second-round pick from Atlanta. All
1: right. I think on a defensive standpoint, the Pelicans would be losing a a great uh, two-way guard because we know Lonzo's uh, pro, you know progression. From his uh, his rookie year, he's gotten a lot better on defense, but also his three point percentage has also gone up. Lou Will's a vet, um at the same time, if you know, he's his numbers are probably gonna you know dwindle some. That's just that comes with age, right? Obviously, you know, Lou Will still you know the six man goat, but I don't know, I I don't know if I would want to see him in the Clippers. I think it'd be fun, but. Maybe the Clippers would need that extra, you know, uh, unselfishness. Yeah. And high IQ too, but mm-hmm. uh, I I really... But I not, not,
0: not your favorite spot for him.
1: Not my favorite spot. Not yeah. my favorite spot. It'd be fun to watch. Yeah. I, I'd do the 2K trade, you know, immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: right, we'll, we'll go for the second one. This is with the Warriors. The Warriors would get Lonzo Ball and Willie... Help me out with this name. Uh, Hernan Gomez. Willie Herman... Herm-
1: Mm. Hernan Gomez. Her Hernan
0: Gomez. Gomez. And the Pelicans would receive Kelly Oubre, Alan Smal... Oof. Yeah. No, yeah, his one. name is yeah. That Yep, there okay. it is. That's tough.
1: <laughs> and the 2022
0: <laughs> second round pick.
1: All right. Pelicans would be picking up uh same thing. Uh, I think on a off of a three-point shooting standpoint, Kelly lacks in that. Obviously, we've seen him affect the, the Warriors' three-point percentage a lot. But Lonzo going to the Warriors being around that type of influence with Draymond, you know, Curry. And if Clay comes back, I don't know if I would see... I'll probably see Lonzo at the two position, you know, if we're talking about this season. But definitely, if we're going to talk about next season with Clay coming back, that's mm-hmm. probably going to be a dangerous team. Especially yeah. with all those high IQ players, man. Like, basketball yeah. was all IQ. Mm-hmm. And Lonzo, as, at this young age that he's at, the potential is...
0: I feel like for Lonzo to learn at the at the feet of the yeah. master would just be sick.
1: Whew. His three point percentage has already gone up, you know, yeah. working with JJ Reddick. So imagine him being with the best shooter of all time, bro.
0: That I think that honestly, out of all three of these, and we haven't gotten to the third one yet, but I think that that would be the best trade for Lonzo.
1: Yeah, for Lonzo. Yeah, yeah off of a, like a teacher student standpoint.
0: Yeah, definitely a mentorship. You know, yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. He'd learn a lot. Yeah. Now this is the third one. This is with the Blazers. Blazers would get Lonzo. They would give up Derek Jones and a 2023 first-round pick, which is projected to be a lottery pick. We wouldn't know where that would be, but okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean Derek Jones Jr. is a just a slam dunk. Oh, he's a slam dunk champ. <laughs> like, this guy just flies. Bro. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Lonzo's role would be on that team. I know, like the the offense is mainly run through uh, CJ and um, I'm not forgetting his name. Oh my gosh, Lillard! There you go. Oh,
0: Dame Lillard, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Dame
1: Lillard. Between uh, between CJ and Lillard, so I don't know. Maybe he'd be coming off the bench. So career-wise,
0: not sure it's the best move for Lonzo.
1: I don't know. I would have to. I'd have to sim it. And 2k I have to, and get I have back to, to me it's the only way we'd really be able to test it yeah. out. yeah but um not yeah i think the the brightest spot for him to go would be the warriors yeah
0: i agree we'll see we'll see how it goes speaking of trades deshaun watson has officially requested a trade the the texans have since have have responded and said no we don't want that but deshaun also has a, a little pocket in his contract that says he can sit out so he holds most of the cards we're keeping a close eye on that and we'll let you guys know as soon as we hear anything especially because right now i think if he's going anywhere he's going he's coming to new york he's coming into the jets we'll see that would oh, be man, pretty you exciting. Be
1: excited
0: I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> no no nothing yet nothing yet we'll we'll, we'll let you know though <laughs>
1: JJ Watt too, right? Isn't
0: he? Uh, JJ especially? Watt, I his future is very uncertain in Houston. He loves the city of Houston so much, but the Texans are just such a mess right now. I I heard a rumor that you know the Niners might be interested in trading for Deshaun, and if uh, JJ is on his way out, the Niners might trade Nick Bosa because there's a whole Ooh. because like the thing is quarterbacks are so valuable but edge rushers are close to as valuable as a quarterback right now the difference is quarterbacks are much more plentiful than elite edge rushers so you trade Nick Bosa and a couple and a couple first round picks and then you bring in Deshaun Watson to suit up in golden red that would be that'd be pretty sick and then obviously Nick Bosa would replace JJ Watt Interesting wow. stuff. Definitely a lot to think about. We'll see. Things could be
1: changing a lot in the upcoming.
0: Yeah. Teams, the but... the past couple of years, free agency and trades, the, there's been a lot of movement in the NFL, NBA yeah. as well. There's there's been a lot of fluctuation.
1: It's honestly crazy to think, man. Yeah. Soon we're going to be losing legends.
0: Yeah. We're 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 in the golden age of quarterbacks right now and we're moving on from it, but from this age, I think, is we're entering an even better one, which I didn't think was possible, but pretty much every quarterback on every team is a capable quarterback. There are no quarterbacks that you look at and say he's not a good quarterback. Every every guy in the league right now is a fit quarterback and could be successful with the right pieces around him. I agree. It's going to be interesting to see how, how the future unfolds. It's
1: like exciting, man.
0: What a what a time to be to to have a podcast and to talk <laughs> yeah, sports. Let's right?
1: talk about it. Yeah, just, just like, all these insights. Exactly,
0: excited. Frankie. Thank you so much for coming on. Everybody listening, check out Frankie's article titled "Wizards' Loss: A Wake Up Call for the Nets." You can find it on nycsports.net. I don't know if I've said that.
1: <laughs> You've said it more than enough. But yeah, I, I, mean, I think twenty five is enough.
0: You think? <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at NYCSports underscore podcast. And check out the website, NYCSports.net 26. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. Stay safe.